You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Don Leary. Welcome to this podcast of articles from Women's Health, a presentation of Airs LA. Today's article is by Jackie Lamb from the November 2022 edition. Bust Through Brain Fog Research is beginning to shed light on this mysterious collection of symptoms and uncover effective ways to clear the haze for good. When you think of brain fog, what comes to mind? Perhaps those moments when you can't put together a sentence or you lose your train of thought Or maybe it's a general malaise, a lack of focus. If you can't put your finger on exactly what it is, you have company. Brain fog is perplexing, even to those in medicine, and it's unique to each person who suffers from it. The issue is increasingly common. As many as one in four people who contract COVID-19 may develop brain fog per a study in the journal Cell. Yet, There's no single definition of it at the moment. The term is colloquial, not scientific. Experts label it cognitive impairment. But COVID-related brain fog tends to affect attention, memory, and executive function. These first two are pretty self-explanatory. Jacqueline H. Becker, PhD, a clinical neuropsychologist at Mount Sinai Health System, describes executive function as the CEO of the brain. It oversees the other tasks and helps with more difficult ones, such as organizing info, making plans, and solving problems. These actions are all regulated by the frontal lobe, the processing center of the brain, which is, evolutionarily speaking, a larger, newer region that develops only in humans and is responsible for our more advanced cognitive abilities. It's the last brain network to develop. It doesn't fully mature until you're 25 years old, and it remains fluid and vulnerable to change throughout your life, says Erica Cotton, PSYD, a neuropsychologist at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Even people who don't think they deal with fogginess know what not-so-great frontal lobe functioning feels like. At the end of a long day, when we get home, and we've been doing a million different things, we're tired, hungry, and can't think as well. That's a frontal lobe issue, says Cotton. The first part of the brain also doesn't work smoothly when we're in pain, overwhelmed, or sick. Plus, Brain fog is a term patients use to refer to cognitive difficulties that can also be associated with central nervous system disorders, like multiple sclerosis, medications like topiramate, and treatments such as chemotherapy. Even though we've known that people can develop chronic cognitive symptoms from other diseases, it was relatively rare. Says Gina Perez-Giraldo, MD a neurologist at Northwestern Memorial. But now, with long COVID, 
we're seeing a lot more people impacted. The assumed culprit behind all the probs? The enemy within, so to speak. Inflammation. When that internal fire rages, from say chemo, it impedes your brain's ability to communicate with the rest of your body, according to recent research in Cell. Truth be told, there is no quick cure for brain fog, but experts recommend adopting specific lifestyle tweaks to address the fixable causes in addition to strategies to cope with long-term ones. Ahead, the steps that'll help you break out of the mist. Tackle the basics. Take care of obvious needs, like sleep and ongoing pain, and see if the fog lifts. When sleep is good, we feel clear-headed, efficient, and quick, cotton notes. Sleep needs vary, but generally, you need between seven and nine hours. We know, you've heard this before, but in this case, it's imperative to actually do it. Pain can be a cause of fuzzy thinking. It's one of the most reliably distracting stimuli, says Cotton, and it takes over attention, making it hard to concentrate on anything else. Talk to your healthcare provider about any chronic aches you're experiencing. Also, some medications can affect cognitive abilities. For example, meds that make you feel drowsy, such as OTC allergy drugs, can exacerbate brain fog, according to Dr. Perez Geraldo. Definitely worth knowing. So check with your doctor about possible swaps if you think there might be a connection. Do a self-check. The main criterion to consider is whether you're having difficulty returning to a baseline level of functioning, says Becker. This will look different for everyone. Maybe you were a straight A student before, and now you have to work extra hard to get to the same grades. Perhaps you're in your late 30s and have been in the work world a while, yet you're struggling with going back after a viral infection because you just don't feel like yourself anymore. Another way to test yourself. Compare against others. Really, this is the one time it's acceptable and helpful. Checking how you do with certain cognitive tasks provides a real-life benchmark. In a study of 124 healthy younger adults, median age, 23, 57% had difficulty finding a word at least once a week. 50% went into a room and forgot why they walked in there. 48% forgot to buy something when they went shopping, and 33% forgot an important conversation, appointment, or errand. So, if you went into a room and forgot what you needed once or twice a week, that's pretty normal. If you routinely forget things, have trouble completing sentences, or finding words in ways that other people have noticed, it might be worth a checkup, says Cotton. Consider therapy. Generally, when you're upset, it's hard to focus because the limbic centers of the brain, which regulate emotion and memory, pull attention away from the frontal lobe, says Cotton. For those with brain fog, feeling highly emotionally activated makes it even harder to engage the frontal lobe well. 
Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, CBT, can strengthen the frontal lobe so it can regulate the limbic system and prevent focus from getting swept away by feelings. CBT, by changing harmful thinking habits, can also help with anxiety and depression, both of which have been associated with brain fog. Try rehab. If the fog is severely impacting your daily functioning and causing significant distress, you may benefit from an outpatient cognitive rehabilitation program, which involves occupational and speech therapies. To qualify, you'll need an evaluation and referral from a neurologist, neuropsychologist, or PCP. There is no age restriction and insurance covers it, but the number of sessions included usually varies by plan. This type of rehab is typically offered at health facilities that provide speech-language pathology services, and it helps you build strategies in the areas you struggle with, says Alba Miranda Azola, MD, the co-director of the Johns Hopkins Post-Acute COVID-19 Team and an assistant professor of physical medicine and rehabilitation. For example, if you have memory issues, a therapist will guide you in creating extra checklists tailored to your work. Patients report significant improvement after completing those therapies, says Cotton. They start to feel like themselves again. Caption Mental Defense Certain thinking patterns can worsen the fog, spot the traps, and yank yourself out with these hacks. You avoid brain-boggling tasks. When you don't use, say, an injured arm for a while, it might get weak. Similarly, if you stay away from cognitive tasks because your brain isn't doing so well, it leads to further loss of functioning, says Cotton. Reverse it. As with exercise, the more you train, the better you, or your mind, will work. You'll build strength and resilience too. Dive into that DIY project or the new language you want to learn. Don't forego it just because you assume you can't handle it or don't feel up to the challenge. You beat yourself up for every little mistake. Newsflash. Attention and memory lapses are normal. People become hyper-focused on errors once they notice their brain fog. Then they conclude their whole noggin is gone when they can't think of that one word. Reality is, there's no such thing as perfect cognitive performance, says Cotton. Reverse it. Recognize and really absorb that stumbles and inefficiency are just part of how the brain operates. Accepting that can help you feel less frustrated when failings occur. You get stuck in a negative spiral. Many people who deal with cognitive impairment start doubting their brains even if they can still manage their day-to-day -day tasks, says Cotton. Reverse it. Whenever you lose hope and confidence, Tell yourself you'll focus on the task at hand and start to learn what's normal and what's not. CBT, again, can be a helpful tool 
in banishing faulty beliefs and rebuilding trust in your abilities. That brings us to the end of today's article, Bust Through Brain Fog. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us by clicking on any of the social media links at the top of our web pages. If you like what you see or hear, please click that button. This podcast is for the sole use of our blind, low vision, and print-impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Don Leary, and I'll be back soon with another article. Thank you for listening.